Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. Secondary, it's... Presents the Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard. Here's your host, Rod Funnel. Hey, 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 and welcome everyone to this 13th edition of our third season of the Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. Guys, you know where we're at. We're in the best city in the triad known as Kernersville, North Carolina also known to most as the Big K Vegas. And, of course, this 13th edition of The Nest is presented by J. Peppers Southern Grill. J. Peppers is located at 841 Old Winston Road, Kernersville. So, please, come on out, enjoy the atmosphere, the great people, and all the wonderful food that J. Peppers Grill has to offer. We also want to thank just thank J. Peppers for their awesome hospitality and making us feel right at home each and every week. J. Pepper Southern Grill is our title sponsor for the entire 2021 East Forsyth football season. We also want to take a quick moment to recognize our other sponsors in addition to J. Pepper Southern Grill. They do include Giada's Italian Restaurant, the Jenny Fulton Campaign for Mayor of Kernersville, Beamer Tire and Auto, and One Stop Food Store, home of your chicken and taters. Now, one of our sponsors, which is, all right, yeah, everybody, that's who's, who's sponsoring and helping us out here. So one of our sponsors, Jenny Fulton Campaign for Mayor. I got to be honest with you. I hadn't kept up with it. I was under the weather a little bit last week. Did Jenny win? No. She did not win. She okay. Not. All right. You got my mic on? Well, we do. So we do understand that that happens, but Jenny has been a faithful uh, sponsor for us here at The Nest. Yes, She's an she awesome is. person. And we look for her to be coming back and hitting the next session and the next time when it's time for her to run for the mayor slot. Good yes, deal. Yes, indeed. Yes, there yes. There we go. And, Coach, everyone, I'm your host, Hot Rod Funderburg. I'm sitting here with head coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagle football team. <laughs> coach, how we doing this evening? Hey, we're doing great, doing great. Uh, excited to be here, second round of the playoffs. And uh, – you know, down to the final, or the what do they call it, the Sweet 16? So I guess we're in the Sweet 16 on the west side. Yes, sir. It's a heck of a tournament. You know, a lot of things have happened since Friday. One of the things that has happened since Friday is there is no such thing as daylight saving times at this time of the year right now. So, Coach, is dark early right now. It's getting cold a little bit, too. We had a little frigid weather on, yeah. on Saturday. How is it getting dark early and, the, and a little bit of chill in there? How is that affecting you guys at practice? Uh, not too much. The, the, the big thing is we're down on the uh, practice field, or I mean on the game field now, so okay. we're underneath the lights. It's kind of neat for the players. Oh, good you deal. Know, so we're practicing underneath the lights and, and uh, you know, 
business as normal. I mean, you wouldn't really know we're this deep in the playoffs right now. You uh-huh. think it's uh, week one or two. Okay. Guys flying around, coaches doing what they're doing, Coach Willard going crazy. That's awesome. Coach, we loved it when you go crazy because usually good things happen when you're going crazy. Coach, did you bring anybody with you tonight? I did. Hold on a second. They said, turn up my mic. They said they can't hear us. Hey, we, we, we got this guy. He usually does. So <laughs> we got a new producer tonight, people. I'm sorry back on uh, everybody <laughs> listens. Nobody listens to the West Forsyth and the Reagan show. Yeah, what uh, is the name of that show? Is it called Titan Talk? Is that the name of that show? Titan Talk, is that the name of that? Titan's Talk, yeah. Oh, Titan's Talk. Okay, so we have the producer of Titan's Talk here tonight, JP. Actually, he's the host there. Oh, oh yeah, he's the host. He? I, oh, okay. So that's why you're trying to cause so many problems yes, tonight because you're normally the host of Titan's Talk. Hey, okay. Hey, Billy, gotcha. do, do we got my mic fixed now? My boys in Wisconsin <laughs> are – Hey, we got an amateur over here, Wisconsin people. I'm, I apologize right yeah, now. Everyone, J- we do J- apologize. JP. Because JP <laughs> has infiltrated East Forsyth. He has told everyone that he loves East Forsyth. Yeah. However, he has come over here tonight, and he has thrown some monkey riches all over the place. <laughs> and then he said he was going to walk out on me oh, after no. he did that. So, JP, hey. please don't walk out on you. We just want you to come over to the light side because we know you're over there at the dark side, dark green, that side over there. So. I'm, I'm Change my allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JP. So JP said he's changing his oh, allegiance yeah, right I now. <laughs> I see what I ain't gonna say it on. I see it. Hey, no, J, JP. I've known JP forever, man. Me and him go way back. What a great guy. Great. Great sports guy does oh, yeah. a great job yes, he for does. all the guys. Yes, he does. And the kids. And uh, I'm, I'm glad we got uh, JP here. JP, everybody in Wisconsin says the mic's good now. So in, in all honesty, it's Dez who's hung us out to dry. Katie's already said, what, we're second fiddle to A&T already. I mean, and we're second fiddle to everybody. Anybody yeah. who pops up now, we're just second yeah, fiddle. Mean, we just go and survive. Well, do what you can do when you can do it, how you can going. do it. And, and Dez, I hope he's listening right now. Dez just kind of like, In, in phase three, Dez is probably laid back somewhere with a beer in his hand and his pillow I'm on the back of his, his head and his feet propped up. <laughs> oh, he's at home? <laughs> oh, Oh, he's in his home studio. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, must be nice. Jeez. Must be nice. Hey, huh, I'd coach? rather be here with all the Eagle people we got here tonight. Hey, that's anyway. who we need to be with, baby. All the Eagles. Our Eagle all fans. The They're the ones that take care of us, and we're right here in Eagle Country is where we need to be. And, Coach, you said you brought who with you now? I got Big Connor back here. Remember we had Connor earlier I in the I do remember Big I Connor. Mean, this might be his profession, you hey. know. It needs to be. I mean, I was ready to give him the headphones and I just mean, walk away. He, he, he does so good and, and all that. And, hey, just so you know, JP, my wife just gave me a shout. I said, you need to be over here anyway. <laughs> so she thinks you should be an eagle too. So And, JP, I promise you, whenever the Titans talk gets back to rolling, I will come over there so you can roast me and have a good time, man, because it's all fun and games over here. We're having a good time, big buddy. Look, man, I told you I was going to give you a bionic elbow <laughs> oh coach of course you and the eagles you guys took care of business this past friday night and you guys that was the first round of the playoffs against the southeast guilford falcons and when i say took care of business you guys won by a score of 49 to nothing if i'm correct and and you that improved your record to nine and one and of course one and oh during this third phase of the season which is playoff time what does this first round victory do for you and your eagle squad hey it was great to to be home at the nest you know we had a pretty good crowd we're on tv again which is always cool we got you guys on there i love listening to your guys my my wife and everybody just loves my guys back home billy and all them they listen to you and they once again, you guys do a great job. I appreciate you guys doing that. Well, thank you, Coach. And it's really fun to do it with you guys. Um, I had one thing that I said on there that Dez told me I'd probably get you in trouble for. I don't know if that's true. And maybe I should tell you now. I don't know. But what it was, you guys had a punt. Oh, and, yeah. well, no, you didn't punt. We did you punt. punt. They, they punted the ball. <laughs> and you didn't have anybody Katie back there. And so when you didn't have anybody back there, I told Dez, I said, well, Dez, you know, Coach and I, we have a meeting after the coach's show, so we have our own little talk. <laughs> and I said, Coach, let me know that any time he doesn't have anybody, have a returner in the back, what he's doing is trying to challenge himself and make sure that his offense is well tested to go as long as possible. And the ball, I think, landed on the nine-yard yes, line. I, and, Coach, yeah. you guys went – 
89, no, 891 yards 91, yep. for the score. And I brought it up at the end. I said, see, Des, that's why they started at nine. They were testing themselves. And Des said, I was going to get you in so much trouble. Coach, hopefully I didn't get you in any trouble. Right. We were just, I was just having fun. That's some of the ways that I have fun up there to break the monotony. Because sometimes you don't want to listen to the same old boring stuff when people are yeah. calling the games and stuff like that. So I was just having fun. Hopefully that caused you no trouble. And no trouble at all. <laughs> I get myself in enough trouble so I don't have to, you know, <laughs> the way I am and all that. But our guys were – I was just so happy how we came out right away. We jumped on them early. Um, the fumble recovery at the beginning mm -hmm. um, set us up for that second score. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just – you know that that was a good team. They they had played. They had lost three games to teams that I think, and JP probably knows it's twenty. I think they were twenty eight and two was the record. Yeah, something like and that. One or was twenty two and three years. Well, no, twenty two, twenty eight and two because twenty eight and two. Grimsley yeah. had never lost, and then the Dudley had one loss, and uh, Northern had one loss. So and they played um, the defending state champs. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it, it was it was good to uh, come out and do what we do, and our guys just. They took care of business, just proud of our coaches and everything they did because they had some big dudes and they were some good guys. The the, the legend just walked in, Coach Bill. Oh, we Coach can get Bill. things going now. So. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have a little fun with Coach Bill. When we get into about the third or fourth segment, there's going to be some interesting things coming up that I think Coach Bill's wanna, gonna, he's going to want to be a part of or at least – put his input on it anyway and of course like we said coach you guys came out rolling on Friday night you just mentioned that did you expect your team to be able to take care of business in the fashion that they did of this first round of the playoffs against Southeast Guilford or did you expect it to be a much more difficult contest than what it actually was no you know I didn't really know what to expect uh, coach uh, Bates always does very well and and all that and they had some big kids man they, they really did, did. They, they had did. some guys but once again, my, our players and all of them up here, they just – there's a system here. There's a belief here. And uh, we just keep rolling. Next man up, we had some guys out again this week. And, and we just keep rolling. But, you know, I challenge our coaching staff. I challenge our kids. I challenge everybody in our programs all the way to our trainers and, and uh, everybody, you know. so And that's who's here. Even the trainers are the here trainers too, right? Even come yeah, up we, here. we got everybody here. We, we got everybody comes up here and stuff. So – I mean, you know, they got three people that come up to Titans Talk, and then we got 55 people that come up here. <laughs> there you so. go. That's it. And, of course, Coach, as usual, the Eagles had a great showcase of talent against uh, those Falcons on Friday night. And, of course, your Eagles seemed to be in control from the moment they stepped on the field Friday night. So, real quick, uh, offensively, you guys had about 218 yards in the air, 188 yards on the ground for a total of 406 yards uh, for the offense that night. And, of course, everything starts with your big guys up front, and which is my big nasties that I call them. Yes, Coach, how would you evaluate the performance of your big offensive line Friday night? Uh, they just keep getting better and better and better. They really do. Um, you know, Ian's our heart and soul, our center, probably mm -hmm. the smallest guy that we have out there. But he's tough as nails, He Coach. is so tough, so tough, such a leader. And uh, another guy I think has really got better is our right guard, Cameron Blackwell. He's, okay. Uh, Big 66, our now, right guard. He's next to Big Connor. Okay. So those are, that's a lot, of, a lot of beef right there, those two guys. Now, is Cameron Blackmail, Blackwell one of the guys that I think Caleb mentioned last week, Caleb and Donovan? Yes. I think they mentioned yes. that he's one of the tough guys he go, they go against. Yep, him and um, our left tackle. Um, huh? Brand, oh, yeah, Brandon. Brandon uh, Davenport was Brandon Davenport. Guy. Okay, yeah. Brandon, too. And he so. played a little tight end at we one did. point, didn't he? Yeah, so he plays. He played a little bit tight end. Um, he was tight end last year. And once again, he's one of those guys. We're a little low on O-line this year. Uh -huh. Had a couple guys get injured, a couple guys not play. Uh-huh. Um, so Brandon was that team guy and gave up being a tight end to come and be our left tackle. And it's made all the difference in the world for us. Oh, man, that's awesome. And, you know, when we talk about the offensive line, we cannot skip the gentleman sitting to your left, and that's Big Connor, the man. Coach, he's been on the show before. He's done so well. As a matter of fact, I wanted to give my just take my headset off and give it to him and let him finish the show. Coach, can you say enough good things about this guy sitting to your left? Nah, he's been here a couple years now, and it's just awesome. He's just always has fun. We always have fun out there. We yell at him. He smiles. Makes a joke. <laughs> makes me smile, which makes me even matter, you know, and all that. So, you know, but no, I can't. He he, he does a great job. And uh, our, our old line is 
I'm telling you, if you're a good football team, that means you got a good old line and you got a good D line. I'm just telling you. Yes, you do. Now, with the rule changes and things like that, how are you able really to make that offensive line get better? Because I'm assuming that the contact drills are much different than what you and I have been used to decades yeah. ago. Yeah, and we've been kind of we've been kind of practicing this way even before they made all these rules. I'm not a big banging guy and the guy. I'm more okay. technique, learning things, all that. We hardly ever go full gear, and when okay. we do, we go full gear maybe on Wednesday, and that's just to get the guys used to the equipment to get ready for Friday. Okay. We don't ever tackle. I mean, after week one uh-huh. of the fall preseason, right. not even oh, wow. week one, we never tackle varsity. Oh, that's awesome. Never. We never have. So um, just works more technique, and I try to think they're going to be hungrier on Friday because now they finally get to hit somebody. There you go. And, um, you know, it works good. But once again, Coach Vaughn, our offensive line coach, he gets all the credit for that. Well, Coach, where were you when I played ball? Because, good Lord, even when we went light, we were hitting, tackling, and all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, what in the – where were you, Coach? Because I went through – Hey, I, I think I got hurt in practice and not even the game. I was out there practicing with you, except I was up in Wisconsin. I, <laughs> oh, you were in the cold I weather. Was, yeah, I was getting run over by Adam Danielson and the Meyer boys and Billy Jensen. No, Billy's our water boy, so it wasn't Billy. So, But anyways. <laughs> well, Coach, my producer here, old JP, who is really his allegiance is still to the Titans, is telling me that we're up against a quick break right quick. <laughs> so we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, we're going to finish talking about a little bit of that offense and the performance that some of the guys on the offense had on Friday night. And then, of course, we're also going to get into talking to Mr. Connor, big time Connor, who is back with us as soon as we get back. So please don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We're right here at Jay Peppers talking a little football with Coach Willard. You deserve to get good service and great rates. At State Farm, we get it. And we're here to help because with every State Farm policy, you get good neighbor service and you get surprisingly great rates. So what are you waiting for? Get going and talk to a local State Farm agent about your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Susanna Nunn in Kernersville today. The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day, you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. Visit Giada's Restaurant, 210 North Main Street, Suite 292 in Kernersville. With their signature stone oven, culture of hospitality, and North Carolina's best pizza, Giada's lets you, your family, and friends share an authentic Italian experience with a twist. Everything is better by the stone oven at Giada's. Check out our lunch specials and more. Giada's, 210 North Main Street in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the No Appointment Needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamRetire.com. Tobacco Road Sports Radio is so excited to be your home for triad sports. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We heard you loud and clear. Our mission is to give you what you want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. Give it to me. Give me what I want. The best sports talk in live sports in the triad, period. What's up, everybody? Live Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Score once again with Brett Wiseman. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back to Franchise Players, your home for triad sports coverage. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And if you think that's great, wait until you see what's next. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. 
It's going to be huge. Tune in at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. And don't forget to download the new Roku channel, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back, everyone. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagle football team. And, of course, we're hanging out here at J. Pepper Southern Grill in K. Vegas talking a little football with head coach Todd Willard and his young man, right-hand man on that offensive line, Mr. Connor Hartley and of course coach we're gonna get right back into it as we left off we had just began talking about Friday night's game and of course I wanted to mention or you just finished talking to us about how your offensive line is continuing to improve and they're continuing to get better and you know just making sure that those guys up front do what they're supposed to do because they are the heart and soul of that offense and of course Coach, again, your quarterback, Jalen Rayner, he had a pretty good night. I mean, Jalen Rayner was just over 70% passing efficiency. He had 218 yards passing with two touchdowns and no interceptions. That's the big one. No interceptions. And, of course, on the ground, he had nine carries for 55 yards. Heck of a game for Rayner. Coach, talk to us about Rayner, Rayner's game and how you feel him growing has a quarterback. Yeah, he just continues to keep getting better and better. You know, I think every game he gets better. Obviously, that's because you get more reps and more live game reps, and, and we're going to need him to continue to do that as we move forward into the playoffs. I think one of the, the big plays was at the end of half there where he hit Ronnie Christian. What a great play yes. by Ronnie Christian. Yes. Um, I really think that broke their backbone. Yes. You know, Ronnie caught that ball. I and think kudos it, to Ronnie Christian because he's one of those guys that's kind of, and this is just me observing, kind of waited his turn. He is, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And when he got his opportunity, he's taking advantage of his opportunity, not only in being able to catch the ball, but I've watched him block down the yes. field when other receivers or running backs are coming his way and he's able to give them some block support. Talk a little bit about Ronnie Christian, Coach. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a junior wide receiver and he's had to wait his turn and We've got, once again, we got some guys bumped up or beat up a little bit right now, so we had to put them in, and, and like, it's just next man up, and yeah. our kids believe in each other, and for Jalen to throw the ball to him, it just shows you that Jalen believes in him. it was a deep ball. It, it was wasn't deep. one of those 40, short, like, you know, crossing 47-yard touchdown. That's right. You know, a post corner, and uh, that's a tough ball to throw. Um, it's always open, but the, it, it is a tough pass to complete right there on the sidelines, and it, it, it was awesome. So, you know, just just great. Our offense, once again, did a great job. But, once again, our defense made some big plays all night, having turnovers. Yes, I think they we did. had two fumble recoveries. We had the interception. That's right. I'm sure we're going to talk about EJ's uh, uh, oh, yeah. rumbling, oh, bumbling, yeah. I've stumbling. been talking about Elijah. I've got him <laughs> under the defensive episodes. And, yes, sir, we are. <laughs> and, 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 of course, Coach, you know, as we continue to talk about the offense, I wanted to go to that next player who was kind of highlighted in addition to uh, Rainer and, of course, Ronnie Christian, and that's Q Brown. Coach, you know, when you have a chance to see a guy like Q Brown do what he does after the catch, that's what I love. I love what he does after the catch. And he had a heck of a game. He had seven receptions for 146 yards and a touchdown. Coach Q averaged over 20 yards per catch on Friday. 20 yards. That is just simply amazing. Talk to us about Q and the different ways he's able to contribute to this team. Well, I think that the best thing, and you don't see this a lot in high school, mm -hmm. but uh, Coach Horton and Coach Vaughn, our offense coordinators, they do a great job of moving him around. He just doesn't play left wide receiver right. or right. We, he's at slot both sides. He's inside on the trips. He's the smash guy. He's a running back. I mean, that makes it hard for a defense to really try to figure out where he's at, you know. Um, it's a lot like Nike Martin. We used to use Nike that way. Right. And, um, you know, it's just hard because – a lot of times, if you're a good enough team, you can scheme a guy that you're going to put at the left side all the time. Mm -hmm. we, we can do that as a defense. Right. So to be able to do that, having him, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, the heart and soul of our offense and don't get a lot of credit as our skilled guy um, is Traylon Ingram. Traylon Ingram does all the dirty work. He I does. mean, he makes plays. Once again, he had another big-time touchdown, but he's blocking all the time. 
leading the way for Quan Porter. I think he had two touchdowns for us. Um, so, you know, just I can't say enough about this offense. We've had some adversity. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. And to have these guys step up, I, I couldn't be prouder and happier for these young men. Coach, they're doing a great job under your expert tutelage, and I appreciate that. And you mentioned Trey Ingram. Trey Ingram had five carries for 44 yards and a touchdown on Friday night. That's a heck of a production for them, for him, especially when you're talking about yards per carry. But you mentioned the big stuff that he did. I saw Trey lead through the hole yes. and Porter come right behind him on more than two, three occasions. And he picked up that linebacker that needed to be blocked. Or he gave a nudge to that, off, that defensive lineman and then went to the second level to finish the block. This is a guy who is unselfish. He's a great kid. He was in here two weeks ago. And, Coach, he was on the nest, and he's done a wonderful job ever since. Seems like he almost got rejuvenated and remotivated. So I love watching Trey play his well. And he did give me permission to call him Trey, too, Coach, yeah, just right. so you know. Okay. Just so you know. That's all right. As long as he gave you permission. But you got it. I can't say enough about that kid. No doubt. And then, of course, the big fella, Quan Porter, uh, running back. He had a heck of a game as well on the ground. He had 12 carries for 99 yards. That's over eight yards a carry, and he also had two touchdowns to go along with those 99 yards. Talk to us about the big bruising running back, Quan Porter. I mean, he, he, he does it, and he's bruising, but he's got some he's, – he's getting a little healthy. He was hurting with um, his uh, hamstring a little bit, mm -hmm. and I think you can see now he's got that explosiveness that he had back early. If you remember in one of our first games – he caught the like a little screen pass and he and took, took it, it to like the touchdown. Nine, yeah. 80 yards. Yes. I mean, it I might remember. have been at South Iron. I can't remember where it was. But just unbelievable. That play was unbelievable. And he's healthy again. He's getting going. Great attitude. And, and all the obstacles he's overcome, I, I'm just so proud of that kid. Yeah, that's awesome, Coach. I, 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 all the guys are just doing so great. And, again, we mentioned Amarian Holland. And, of course, Holland does uh, a great job. Yep. yep, he did great. And Nasia Winfrey, he contrib they contributed with catches on, fr on Friday night. Did a great job. Yep. Coach, anybody else on the offense that I may have forgotten? Because sometimes I forget guys that you maybe want to highlight, talk about, who gave some pretty good production on Friday. Well, I think we, we hit everybody. You know, I mean, we, we really – did good. Uh, we got another receiver. Payne does a good job blocking. Our, our receivers have to block, too. Right. And like you said, Winfrey caught one pass, which was a big pass there to set up that one touchdown on the, the sideline there on that two-minute. But they block so well for our guys, too. There's yeah. so much that we expect out of our wide receivers. And, you know, Tim Brown playing both ways. And uh, just just – Great effort offensively. Definitely, Coach. Well, Coach, I see your food is here, so I'm going to let you go ahead and pass the mic over to old okay. Connor Hartley over there. And we're going to let you eat your food, and I'm going to just chat with Connor for a little bit, and we'll have a good time with Mr. Connor because it looks, looks had, like he hated his food. I was going to say, he, yeah, apparently he it, hated was, it. it wasn't any good because there's like two crumbs yeah, left. There's nothing left, so obviously he hated his food. <laughs> I don't think he's ever hated a meal. <laughs> Connor Hartley, it is so good to have you back on the show. You've been on the nest, and you graced us with your presence earlier in the season, and you guys have been rolling ever since. How are you doing today, big man? I am doing excellent today. It feels great to be back, and it feels good to be continue playing football this year. A good deal. Now, listen, I usually ask what you ordered, but when Coach and I were talking, you know, we turned around, and like we said, everything just disappeared. So you're going to have to tell me, <laughs> what did you order today? What did you have on the menu? So I got some chicken tenders. Okay. So I stuck to it from last week and okay. got my side of mac and cheese like usual. So right. Fills me up, and I'm going to continue getting it every time. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You know, Coach and I have determined that have, from a player standpoint, the tenders have been the choice go-to meal because it seems like every player who comes on has the tender. So I'm assuming they're really good. Well, they're not really tenders. They're like breasts, it looks yeah, like. They, yeah, you're exactly they're right. They're, they are huge. <laughs> so those of you listening, if you haven't had the tenders, Connor Hartley says have them. They're good. All right, good to go. So, Connor, listen, you've been through this show before. You know my first question. I'm going to ask it again. I asked it to you before, and I know that nothing has changed, but how are your grades, my man? Grades are awesome right now. I feel pretty confident and just going to keep on pushing. <laughs> good deal, brother. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Connor, there were a couple of questions you were on last go-round. I didn't get a chance to ask you, so I'm going to see if I can ask you now. You're a senior. 
you're playing your rear end off. You're doing everything that you're supposed to do. You're doing it right. You even make Coach Willard smile when he doesn't even want to smile. So, <laughs> obviously, you are doing things the right way, my man. My question is, these younger guys who are coming up, when Connor Hartley leaves, what do you want your legacy to be that these guys look at when Connor leaves? What is it about Connor that you want them to remember, that you want to come into their mind when they think about Connor Hartley and the production has well has the grace and everything that Connor Hartley has left at East Forsyth? I want them to know that I will give my 100%. And they should give their 100% as well. No doubt. If you're tired or if you're hurting, you stay in and you give it your all until the last second. That's it. And keeping that on, you got to make sure that you do your work outside of football. You get your grades up. You do your work in the weight room. Watch film. Everything that you need to do needs to be done on the field and off the field. And that's what you've been doing the whole season, correct? Yes, sir. Good deal. And so there's no need for them to even change what's going on. It's working. So there's no need for it to change. So that's what we're going to think about. And you want the guys to think about when they think about old Connor. That is awesome, man. I love that. I love that. Connor, we actually have a couple of questions that came in from the audience mm. that is sitting here. And one of the questions is, um, what is your favorite uniform to uh, wear? And, I, and before you answer that, let me tell you this. I hate the uniform that has the – I think it matches the color of the rest of the uniform. Basically, I can't see your numbers when I'm up in the air. I, I can't – when I'm in the press box, I cannot see you guys' numbers. So I hate those uniforms. So if they accidentally catch fire, believe me, I have no problem with that. <laughs> but what's your favorite uniform, my man? Well, I assume you're talking about the uh, all-black uniforms that we've got with the black numbers. Yes, I am. I personally like the, the blue uniforms <laughs> because it, it's easier to breathe. And okay. That's the main thing for me, but I do like the white uniforms. Okay. They're pretty snug. And so this week you guys will probably be wearing the white because you're going to be away. Uh, for this second round of the playoffs, you guys are going to travel down to Charlotte. So that's going to be probably your white uniforms more than likely. I know Coach probably haven't, hadn't told you yet what it's going to be, but more than likely usually when you're away you wear the white ones. Okay, all right. So, so you like the blue ones. Just from a health standpoint, just so you can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite part of practice? Because, you know, you have all different areas of practice and you're always timed and you have so many minutes here, whether it's individual, so many minutes with team, whatever it is. What is your favorite part of practice? I like to work on the small things like in our weekly install stuff. Okay. I like to perfect what we need to do on the field before we go into our, like, game situation stuff. Okay. And I do like the stuff before that where we do our steps and stuff and uh -huh. get our little one-on-ones in. Those are all fun, but the weekly install period is where you get to perfect the materials that are given to you, mm -hmm. and they allow you to play better on the field. Okay, good deal. I like that. So, Connor, we got another question from the audience as well. And part of this question has to do with the way you play. You know, sometimes – you're just so aggressive. I mean, you can be menacing out there on the field. So this question from this audience member is, how do you fuel your, your aggression? And part of that question is, is it fueled by a pitcher or Coach Willer, or is it something else? <laughs> I mean, that, that adds on to it. That can have some effect to it. But uh, I fuel it from sources from the outside. I take anger out that I get during the week and put it onto my gameplay. Okay. And if I have some mixed emotions about something, then I'll express that onto the field and use my anger to my advantage. So it's – yeah, I guess Coach Willard pisses me <laughs> off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you got a question? Our, our producer has a question for you. What you got? I got a question. How much of what he's learned came from Coach Doug Lakers? All right, so how much of what you've learned – came from Coach Doug Lakers. And the reason that that question is asked is because, of course, Coach Doug Lakers, he just retired last year. Or not last year, but the last – well, no, it was last year. Last spring season is when he retired. Right. So <laughs> so now he's down somewhere fishing, and we know you <laughs> spent a heck of a tenure with him. So how much of what you know now has carried over from Coach Doug Lakers? Coach Lakers has been there since the beginning, since I got here. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me from the move from Bishop to East. Mm -hmm. And 
he helped me perfect stuff that like foot quickness. Like in the off season, we got together even after the spring season, and uh-huh. we got some offensive lineman foot quickness stuff. We did some down blocking stuff and all that. Oh, good deal. Coach Lakers improved my game to the point to where I was prepared for what Coach Vaughn had to come in for. Okay. And I'm really appreciative of that, and it helped me get in shape for it too. So when you were improving your foot speed, was he telling you to take that first step as a small step and not that large, gigantic step? Were you working really on your first couple steps uh, when you're coming out of your stance and staying low? Was that part of it, or was there something else? Yeah, and he <clears> – so Coach Lake is basically wanted to, be, to focus on the first step first. Right. And that first step can decide whether or not you're going to be able to reach that block. Right. Or you're going to miss and fall on your face. Right. And – that's the main reason why I loved having Coach Legas as a coach. Mm-hmm. Even outside of football, he could help me with stuff that I needed, and inside of football, he'd help me. So he was just that type of person that you would love to be with. Good deal. That's awesome, man. And I'm sure, you know, we always give Coach Lakers love, although he wants to go fishing instead of play football with us. But, hey, we'll let him have it this time. This time we will. <laughs> let me ask you something. You've been at East Forsyth now for quite a few years. Who's been your favorite teacher there? Teacher? Yeah. Um, like school or football? You tell me. I'm talking classroom, but if there's something else, then let's do both. I want classroom, but then you can tell me who your favorite teacher was on the field as well. Well, of course I love Coach Willard right here. He's he's been helping me on the field and off the field, get me prepared for life after high school. So that's always fun. And that's Um, what he does. That's part of his job. Of course, my producer's laughing at that, but that's what he's supposed to do. (laughs) Um, But if we're talking about in the classroom, uh, Mr. Lorenz, my history teacher he um he enjoyed having me in his class like during zoom when i first got here i would participate of course and online and talk to him even after class even before class i get there early and we'd have these nice conversations going back and forth and it was just fun and he made history fun for what i was doing with civic and civics and economics but it all connects so what's what's your favorite thing that you've learned in history Mm. Or most intriguing. doesn't have to be your favorite. Maybe most intriguing. My favorite era of history would have been – had to have, would have been Civil War era. Okay. I, I love learning about the old historical battles of everything and even right. the, the small little things and documents and stuff. Right. Okay. Good deal. That is awesome, man. So, Connor, we're getting – we're coming up against a break that we've got to take real fast. And when we come back, we're going to talk to you again. But before we do, we're going to talk to Coach Willard again. We're going to talk defense with Coach Willard concerning Friday night's game. So those of you who are out there listening, remember we're over at Jay Pepper Southern Grill in Kernersville having a great time. Please come out. Join us. We're just here talking a little football with Connor Hartley and head coach Todd Willard of the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. So when we come back, We'll be getting right back into it. Until then, don't go anywhere. Craving fried chicken? Stop by One Stop on the way to the big game. One Stop number 6, located at 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville, serves fresh fried chicken and famous taters seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Craving wings? Come try the new spicy breaded wings. Get a five-wing meal with six taters in a roll for just $7.39. Now in regular, hot, ranch, or spicy. One Stop number 6, 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day, you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. Visit Giada's Restaurant, 210 North Main Street, Suite 292 in Kernersville. With their signature stone oven, culture of hospitality, and North Carolina's best pizza, Giada's lets you, your family, and friends share an authentic Italian experience with a twist. Everything is better by the stone oven at Giada's. Check out our lunch specials and more. Giada's, 210 North Main Street in Kernersville. 
Enter your softball team into the Diamond Star K-Vegas Fall Futures Invitational November 20th and 21st at Ivy Redmond Park in Kernersville. Four-game guarantee per team with a single elimination tournament. 12 and up and 14 and up accepted. Team cost is $595 with a gate fee included. Winning teams in each age division will receive free entry into a 2021 or 2022 Diamond Star tournament of their choice. For more information, visit DiamondStarEvents.net. This is Davis Troxler, the proud owner of North Carolina Golf Academy and the director of instruction. Don't let your golf game suffer from this dreary winter season. Come hit some golf balls, take a lesson. You can call us at 336-324-2374 for details. Thank you and keep it in the fairway. Looking to change things up a little? Visit Salon Resi. Located in Mount Airy, Salon Resi is the newest high-end full-service salon and spa in the triad. Salon Resi Spa includes massages and skin care. Grand opening this Saturday, October the 30th from 4 to 8 p.m. Featuring music from the beach group, the Catalinas. Plus food and drink by 13 Bones and Thirsty Souls. Salon Resi, where passion and creativity meet. 765 East Bluemont Road, Suite 200 in Mount Airy. Tobacco Road Sports Radio is so excited to be your home for Triad Sports. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We heard you loud and clear. Our mission is to give you what you want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. Give it to me! Give me what I want! The best sports talk and live sports in the Triad, period. What's up, everybody? Live Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Score once again with Brett Wiseman. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back to Franchise Players, your home for Triad Sports coverage. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And if you think that's great, wait until you see what's next. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Tune in at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. And don't forget to download the new Roku channel, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to The Nest. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion Eastern Side Fighting Eagles football team. And, of course, we're hanging out at Jay Pepper's Southern Grill, having a little bit of grub and just having fun with all the fans, the players, the parents, everyone who's out here. We're just having a good old time like we do every Tuesday night. And we've got Coach Willard back here on the microphone. And, Coach, we've already talked offense. And now let's talk a little bit of defense. I don't see Coach Beal around anywhere, so we can't pull him in. But, Coach, I'm sure you can handle that for him. Of course, on the defensive side of the ball, the Eagles were flying around again. That's about three weeks in a row, maybe even four weeks in a row, actually. And, of course, seeing an entire defense pursuing that pigskin, Coach, you know it does my heart all the world of good because I'm just a defensive guy. Mr. R.J. Brown, the middle linebacker, was in on ten tackles. Isaiah Crowell was in on eight tackles. Jules Taylor, Nick Martin, Donovan Cole were all in on seven tackles. And, of course, Will Montgomery had the only interception of the game. And then, of course, David Smith and big man Elijah Hawkins both had fumble recoveries each. And, of course, big Elijah Hawkins took it all the way back. Coach, he was rumbling. He wasn't doing any stumbling, but he was doing his thing. I mean, listen, Elijah, Coach, he didn't come to play around. He came to get down, Coach. That's what he was doing. He was rolling the big man. And, Coach, the good thing, and you know what the best part about Elijah rumbling and doing his thing down the field? You know what the best part is, Coach? What was that? You're going to have him again next year. Yes, that's we the got best, him. That's yeah. the best Amen. part of that. No doubt. So we. the defense was definitely on top of their game in this first round of the playoff. Coach, what happens if both sides of the ball continue to play like this during the playoffs? A lot of good things can happen for us. A lot of Because, I mean – once again, EJ's, uh, he's just a sophomore, and for him to come up and make some plays, we had some guys not play Friday night, and once again, it's next man up, you oh. know, and he got up in there and played, and, and Nick Martin had another unbelievable game, three sacks, a, a batted down ball, a cause fumble, um, played great. Um, you know, and RJ did his thing. It is what it, I mean, that's just what RJ does, you know, so – 
just just when you have a defense once again being an offense guy when your defense plays as well as you do as we have been doing it makes it so much easier calling offensive plays yes it does <laughs> it makes it a heck of a lot easier man and coach like you said nick martin did his thing you know we we expected his level of play to go up when he came on the nest because he had a heck of a game and it has done just that. He's gotten better. He's rolled it with the playoffs. And as they say, when you get to the playoffs, coach, you got to get that dial and you got to turn it up just yep. a little bit. You got to turn it up every week. And that's what they've been doing. Coach, you sitting here rolling your salad. How, I know you hadn't finished it because it's a big salad. How's your salad this week? Sa salad's good. Once again, eating a salad, Katie. So I'm trying to watch my figure. Nothing wrong with that. You know. Getting skinnier and skinnier as I sit here. There you go, Coach. I'm, listen, I'm doing the same thing. I'm working on my girlish figure, too. And for those of you who are out there, Addie, our server, she has been taking care of us. So, if you guys, <laughs> yay, Addie, we appreciate you very much. Yes, so, Addie is awesome. So, if you guys come to Jay Peppers, you can definitely ask for Addie. And if she's not here, the reason that she's not here is because she handles us on Tuesday night, which means you need to show up on Tuesday nights with us. So, But definitely ask for Addie when you guys come here. Coach, talk to me about the big man, Elijah, who was doing that rumbling and no stumbling yeah. on Friday night. Talk to me about him. It's just great. The, the best part I remember about that play is once he picked it up, how excited our other guys are. You know, that, that's the greatest part, they you were. know. It's that towards, you know, the later part of the game or whatever. And, and to have all of our guys up and cheering and going crazy. And then, obviously, we don't have enough guys out there the next defense series. So, now I'm going crazy. But, anyways, <laughs> it's, it, it's awesome uh, to see that excitement in guys cheering on for each other. You know, it's yes, just, sir. So, just a great thing. And then, you know, our other phase, and I don't know if you got it on there, just – what a weapon to have Andrew Conrad. I oh, know Andrew we talk Conrad about it. Andrew Conrad does his thing. You can just see how teams are deflated because oh, yeah. you kick off and you know they're starting at the 20. Can't you do know, anything. They, Can't. They, they're just deflated. So, once again, all three phases played great, and we're going to need that this Friday again. Definitely. And that's one of the things that Dez and I always talk about. You know, whenever Andrew Conrad comes kick the ball, you know, I say, Dez, we could talk about something else because this ball is going in the end zone, <laughs> period. That's where it's going. And, of course, Coach, Andrew told me that you still hadn't given him his leg massage yet, so I don't oh, know gee. what you're waiting on. You done, you done made the man kick for I don't know how. He's kicked probably over 100 balls in the last month, and you just won't massage the man's leg, Coach. I just don't understand. I can't figure it out. But it's all good. And, Coach, there were no fake punts this week. What was going on? No faking this week? Nah, okay. nah. All right. we're, we're, we're gonna. We had to. I mean, I. I'm not gonna give him a leg massage. <laughs> so I. I gotta cool down on the the fakes. You know, that's why. <laughs> that road with that. Well, coach. You know, this is a big week coming up. Friday, November 12th, the Eagles are traveling over to the Charlotte area to take on the Audrey Kale Knights. I don't know if I'm saying their name right. If I'm saying their name wrong, then hey, the heck with you, the Knights. Hey, they're eight and two. The Knights also won their first playoff game against Northeast Guilford by a score of 62 to seven. And of course, the Audrey Kell Knights are led by head coach Greg Chakem. I think that's his name, or Chakem. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Coach, how well do you know this Greg, the head coach, and his Audrey Kell Knights? I don't really know anything about them. I don't know coach at all. Okay. Um, you know, I know about Audrey Kell. Okay. And their tradition. And, right. You know, it's a newer school in a way. Beautiful, beautiful school. Beautiful facilities. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to have to go down there, and, and we're going to have to play extremely well. And we're excited. You know, a lot of people, you know, are like, oh, we like, hey, we don't mind getting on the road, do something a little different. Um, you know, excited to go down there, and, and hopefully we'll be up for the challenge. Yeah, and it seems in certain ways the Knights are almost a spitting image of the Eagles. I mean, you know, they score. They play offense real well. They do well on defense. Um, you know, they've had games where they've had shutouts. They've had games where their opponents have scored low. Same as the uh, East Forsyth Eagles have done. How do you and your coaching staff plan to handle a team that remind that could possibly remind you of yourselves? They are. They're, they're very well coached. Mm -hmm. um, I know in one way you can really see if a team's very well coached is by watching their special teams play. Mm-hmm. Because a right. lot of coaches don't take special teams very serious. Right. And they do. Right. And right away that puts up a, a flag to me right. that this is a very well-coached team. And, uh, you know, they, they fly around. They do the things. They're, they're where they're supposed to be. Right. 
So, you know, but I, once again, I trust my OCs and my DCs. we got a great scheme. Trust our players, and I expect us to go down and, and play well. And as long as we win by one point, I'll be happy. Coach, I'm with you on that. And, of course, you know, it's the second round of the playoffs. I'm sure you don't need any extra motivation. But I'm going to see if I can give you a little motivation, Coach. There were some things that just came across my desk that I just found out about. And there are some postings that have gone up on the Audrey Kale sports site. And I really don't appreciate it. As a matter of fact, if I was a younger man and I found out who did it, then they might have to meet me in the dark alley somewhere. But <laughs> luckily, I am not that same person anymore, Coach. So let me, let's go over there. It says on their sports page, here are our thoughts on this week's must matchup versus the East Forsyth High School. Audrey, Audrey Kale or the Knights will win 35-14. to 14. The East offensive line is big, but they're slow and weak. They do not have a push. We have never seen an offensive line that just stands up after a snap, spins around in circles like they're lost, nor have we ever seen an offensive line fall over like a circus clown or defensive line, our defensive line, and they can't even spell. So whoever put this up, they put O-R instead of O-U-R. So number one, Audrey Kale, whoever's doing this, do your spell check or at least reread it or go back to school, do something. It says our <laughs> defensive line will eat them for lunch for the next 60 minutes. All right, so that's one thing. Then the next thing they put, has for the East Forsyth defense, like the rest of the team, they're overrated at best. The secondary has not been tested like it will be on Friday night. The defensive line is slow. Linebackers play out of control with no responsibility. Nick Martin, you listening to this? Linebackers play out of control with no responsibility. We will score easy and often in the air and around the end. So, Nick, they're saying you're going to lose containment all night long. Don't let me see you lose containment this week or we're going to have a problem. <laughs> then the other part, they said they do not – they do have some bright spots that we will need to get under control. On offense, they have an okay slot receiver that is fast and athletic, but we will shut him down as he's way too small to be out there with our big boys. The quarterback is not accurate when on the move, so we will flush him out of the pocket. And with that slow offensive line, they should be easy. We take this game with ease. And then these fools had the nerve to say, who's next? Coach, look, I ain't in no condition to play, but I'm about ready to tell you to give me somebody's uniform because I'm going out there Friday, and I can't even play no more, Coach. So listen, after all Audrey Kale has said, and I know you're a humble man, and you're not going to say what I want you to say, <laughs> but Coach, what are your thoughts on, on these postings that have come across Audrey Kale's school, school site, athletic site? You know, it's the same thing you hear from Charlotte teams all the time. You know, and I'll address our kids. You know, they, right. they think we're a bunch of country guys that don't know what we're doing here and right. and all that. But uh, you know what? We'll see Friday night. You know, we'll see Friday night. I know I know, uh, Kushan or Kushan is average. I know our old line, you know, we got the circus mm -hmm. clown over here next yep. to me. And, mm -hmm. and Cam, Big Cam, who pancakes people, is very weak. And yeah, I'm a our linebacker, RJ's not very good. You yeah, know, RJ know. Brown's not very good. Yeah, so. Nick, Nick Martin always lose containment. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'm, the only thing they – I guess they missed it. They must think we got a good kicker because they didn't say anything about Andrew. They so. didn't say a word about Andrew Conrad, <laughs> huh? They got, they got to remember they're going to start at the 20-yard line every time it's time for them to have the ball. So, Coach, I don't know what would make a team say something like that or be that stupid. It just doesn't make sense to me. But that's okay. And, and Coach, let me tell you what they're doing to me this week, Coach. Let me tell you what they're doing to me. <laughs> got you fired up, I Well, see. not only that, check this out. They told Dez and I that they don't have a lot of room in the press box, so we got to be outside calling the game. So I got to make sure I got my toboggan or my beanie on. I got to make sure I'm wearing layered up. I got to have my long johns probably. I definitely got to bring my pillow that I sit on for sure now, Coach. Because as a matter of fact, I might even bring my own chair since they want to act a fool like that. But they're going to make Dez and I sit outside. Coach, I might have some choice words for somebody come Friday night when I get down to Audrey Kale. I'm going to be talking some trash <laughs> to somebody. We're, 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 we'll have to – hopefully we can take care of business. And like I tell our guys, I, I want all of our talk 
to be done on the field no and doubt. on the scoreboard. No and, doubt, Coach. And hopefully we'll uh, come away with that one-point victory. Well, Coach, you do that. You continue to be cool. You continue to stay <laughs> calm and collected. Let me get upset, Coach, because I don't mind getting upset for you. I'll take all the worries and the concerns, and I'll put them on my shoulders, and I'll address them to Audrey Kell or whoever needs to be addressed. Because I tell you what. They don't want to get a taste of the old man the way I used to be. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to tell you that. Hey, I used to scare myself sometimes, Coach. I'm going to tell you that right now. Now, listen, we're hanging out. We're at Jay Peppers. We're, we, we got a big old matchup this week. They done got me so messed up right now, JP. I'm upset. What, how much time we got left, Coach? We got, we got plenty of time. All right, Coach. No, no, no we're going to switch subjects now, Coach, since, since – uh, Connor, you got some banana pudding? <laughs> man, Coach, this man is getting down. Connor, enjoy that banana. How, how is it? Is it good? Connor gave me the thumbs up. The banana pudding is slamming. Connor, do your thing, brother. Do your oh, thing. Good Lord. So, Coach, we're going to switch it and, and uh, move on. We only have a couple of minutes. We're going to move on a couple of things. This is where we're going to get off the program and just talk a little bit. We won't be able to get through everything that I'd like to get through. But I hate to say this, uh, but Wake Forest is no longer undefeated. Uh, the Demon Deacons fell to the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill this week by a score of 58-55. to 55. And, of course, this was an exciting game. I was there. As a matter of fact, I took one of my buddies with me, Coach. The game got so bad at one point, I got a picture of my buddy falling asleep in the game. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I'm serious. He fell asleep in the game. But then somehow Mac Brown woke up the Tar Heels and they came rumbling back. Any comments on that game? Just another reason for me to be more upset at the, the Tar Heels. I mean, let's have a team in our state represent, possibly make the playoffs, and then right. the Tar Heels couldn't do it, but then they're going to wreck it for everybody in North Carolina. So yep. um, just, just disappointing. Hopefully Christian Beal's okay, you know, from the injury he had. Um, but you know what? we got another good one, uh, Wake Forest and NC State. I'm going to have to be very uh, biased on that one. Obviously, we've got players <laughs> on both teams. So, right. But excited to watch the Eagles and, and Wake and uh, State both play uh, this Saturday night. Now, you mentioned that NC State and Wake Forest game coming up this week in Winston-Salem. And, of course, this game could decide who goes to the ACC championships. Any predictions on that game? I, I, I can't make a prediction, but I, I just said that. And my mother, you know, Cindy, Cindy <laughs> right. says Wolfpack, Wolfpack, because, you know, Alec, <laughs> Alec plays down there. My, my brother-in-law plays down there at NC State. But, uh, you know, just it, it, it's a good game. The guy, the team that wins is in the driver's seat for the ACC championship. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I just hope it's a good game and, and they play well. And I'm not going to make any predictions on this because that's a lose-lose for me. Okay, and I think it will be a good game, and I'm looking forward to it. Coach, I'm going to switch gears real quick, head over to the NFL, something that's been going on in the NFL. We only got one minute, so you might be off the hook, and I know you awesome. don't, don't want to answer it, but I'm going. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has gotten some serious flack about lying slash misleading the media concerning his vaccination shots. What do you think of this situation, and do you think the NFL should impose any sanctions on the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, or both? I don't know. I, I'm just over the whole thing, to be honest. I don't really care one way or another. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan anyway. Right, right. But, of course, Aaron looks great off all this because we looked awful the other night with Jordan Love. So, at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. Aaron, I was kind of hoping Jordan would get in there and kind of show us something. Yeah, I was hoping he would have too. And he didn't. So, I don't know. I'm just I'm – just, Oh, Brandon Bullins, who is spinning it at Method. Maybe we can get him up there, but – I'm just I'm not going to comment about Aaron Rodgers because everybody knows I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fans, and I don't want to upset all my people up in Green I Bay. But uh, I you know, I'm just upset the Packers lost. Yeah, I hate that they lost because they had an opportunity to really win it, Coach. And I tell you what, Coach, I want to thank you again. Yep. I want to thank Connor Hartley for being on the nest with us this let evening. Me give, let me give a couple shout-outs. Go ahead, outs. Coach. Who you want to shout out to? My my. my boy back home uh, Troy Peterson it's his birthday hey happy birthday he Troy 51 he's he's the old man of our group all so right. just happy of that I want to say thank you to all the veterans um veterans week you know yes, so sir. that's right I want to say right. thank you to all the vets my dad was a vet in okay. the Air Force so that's Thanks, great and that's I want to awesome. thank Katie for everything she does and and my whole family and once again the huge Eagle fan base we got Oh, yeah, here, we definitely so. want to thank our Eagle family for being here. Thank you guys for coming out. All right. And then, of course, we want to thank 
Jeff Powell, who owns Jay Peppers, who always takes care of us, make sure we have everything that we need. Connor, is there anybody you want to give a shout-out to before we get out of here, big buddy? We know you got a lot of people in your corner, a lot of people that take care of you. You got a banana pudding that you're still working on and all that good stuff. Anybody you want to shout-out to? Well, of course, I got to shout-out my mom and dad. I wouldn't be here without them, of course. No and, doubt. Um, couldn't do it with my, my boys in the, up front, my offensive lineman, and Coach Vaughn. You better believe it. Um, and Conrad. Um, no <laughs> but, yeah, so thanks for, thanks for everybody for supporting me and the Eagle, Eagles as a team. And let's go win a state championship. You better believe it. <laughs> hey, all right, that's what we're talking about. Well, Coach, you and Connor, thank you for being here. Players, family, thank you all. God bless each and every one of you and all that you do. And remember, Eagle family, we will see you this Friday night, November 12th, in Charlotte, where our beloved Eagles will be taking on the Audrey Kale Knights, where kickoff is set for 7.30 p.m. We also look forward to seeing you guys right here next week at J. Pepper Southern Grill for another edition of The Nest, featuring head coach Todd Willard of the three-time state champion East Versailles Fighting Eagles. I'm your host, Hot Rod Funderburg. Thank you for tuning in to The Nest, and we hope you continue to have a safe, wonderful 2021 fall football season.